What's up, everyone? This is the Trumpet of Truth Podcast. Woohoo! Got a little Michael Strahan in there. Podcast. <laughs> just trying to get you to laugh. Oh, it worked. It worked. Okay, let's just jump into it. We hope everyone has had a good week. We're going to start in Luke chapter 16. <laughs> yeah, let's just jump in. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Luke chapter, what'd you say? Is it not, oh, it's 17. It's 17. Sorry. Sorry. 17. We're just going to do verse 3 and 4. Two verses, but a ton to unpack. So, it's without all, further ado. Yeah, it's all on the concept of... Forgiveness. Yep, forgiveness. The hardest concept yeah. as a Christian to... And not God forgiving you. Nope. So, a little different type of forgiveness. Not yep. Yeah, not type, but just different context. Yep. You want to read it? You want me to? Thank you. Okay, go ahead. So just a little context. Backstory. Yeah. Um, Jesus is in Jerusalem, and he's been talking to multitudes of people. Um, it mentions over and over again that there is Pharisees and Sadducees in the building or in the crowd, and they're really deriding him and just, oh, that's not true. And he's just talking, 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 parable after parable after you know, good words of wisdom, good words of Just wisdom. Just really good expository preaching. Oh, yeah. Is what really he's giving him. Mm-hmm. So we're starting in verse three, 17, verse 3 in Luke. Take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespasses against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. And if he trespasses against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. Mm. Yeah, just two verses, but a lot there. See, I always like, you know, you can understand what the Bible says by what it doesn't say. Yeah. <laughs> so, it says, when someone, when a brother, and uh, if we remember back in Matthew, was it 12? Yeah, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. 12, um... Let's see. 46. 40, yeah, 46, but we'll start in 48. But Jesus answered them and said, Who is my mother and my brother? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and says, Behold, my mother and my brethren, for whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same as my brother and sister and mother. So in this context, every time Jesus talks about brethren or brother, he's not specifically talking about a blood brother, a person who shares the same mother and father as you it's talking about you know people who share the faith yep you know right so he's saying if your brother trespasses or sins that's the same same thing there against you rebuke him and if you repent forgive him so what's the first thing you see there rebuke him rebuke him yep so You've got to call the sin out. You've got yeah. to call the trespass out. You've got to rebuke it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean stew on it for 10 years or 20 years or 30 if you're really, really bitter. <laughs> Just says rebuke it, yeah. you know, and go on. But as soon as there's a repentance from that person, you must forgive. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. So it's the same. You can't expect God to forgive you if you can't forgive others who ask for it. So when you pray and you ask for for forgiveness and you repent of, you know, a change of mind, a change of heart of things you've done, you've said, yada, 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 
if we expect God to forgive us, then we have to, you know, do the same thing. Mm-hmm. If someone sins against us, we have to. And ask for repentance. Right. And I think it's important to note that it says trespasses against thee. So it's not just, yes, we are supposed to hold other Christians accountable and kind of be like, oh man, like you shouldn't be doing that type thing. But it's specific to if he trespasses against you specifically. Yeah, someone who lies it. to you, someone who steals from you, so yeah. you know, someone who does something direct to mm-hmm. you, rebuke it. And then when they for- ask for forgiveness, you must forgive. Because if you don't, there's a whole lot of just struggle and unnecessary bondage bondage that's going to keep you bitter mm-hmm. for a long time because because forgiveness isn't for the person it's for you when yep. you forgive someone absolutely i mean think about if you think back in your life and i'm sure even i you know still have some different things that i they're still in the back of my mind and i try every day to forgive and forget and i'm sure everyone listening has something and you can probably think of a specific instance where you're still thinking about and does that affect that person at all? No. No. Like, they don't even probably no, no. know that you're upset about that or anything yeah. like that. So, who is it affecting the most? You. You're the one who's losing sleep or thought or time and energy over something that someone else doesn't even realize is a thing. So, right. that keeps you in bondage, not yeah. the other person. Yeah. And I, I used to hold a lot of bitterness and resentment and mm-hmm. grudges towards, like, my mom mm-hmm. and my parents' divorce. And... um yeah, that had me tore up from the floor for a long time. Well, and not only did it affect you, it affected your relationship. So you might have something against a friend that happened 10 years ago, and that's holding your friendship back from its truest potential. It was holding, you know, your mom and your relationship back from its true that potential. And it, it tainted all the relationships I had with other women. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. It, you know, it affected all different aspects of my life. But anyways, all that to just say, you know, you have to forgive when someone asks you to forgive them or says sorry or apologizes. You must be a forgiving person. And don't even tell me. Don't even say, <laughs> oh, I forgive, but I don't forget. Like, okay, well, the Bible teaches that once God grants you forgiveness, that your sins are cast as far as the east is from the west. They're forgotten. Yes. They're gone as if it never, never happened. happened. Right. So that's true. That's that's true forgiveness. So don't come at me with that. I forgive, but I don't forget because that's not true forgiveness. (laughs) And that's God gives us the best example of that. Right. And that's what makes him so good. Mm -hmm. You know, when you when you receive forgiveness from repentance, it's not it's not like a gift. It is a gift to us. But that's what like makes him so awesome. Because even when we don't deserve it, he's still willing to give it. Yeah. That's what makes him so great. Mm hmm. It's, so it's not because I'm great. It's because he's great. So, anywho, verse 4. Actually, I have something else to add. Um, when I think of unforgiveness and bitterness, um, we've kind of been diving into deliverance and um, being set free from demonic influences. And what we've learned is that unforgiveness and bitterness is a very big stronghold in people's life. It's a door. It's an open door for spiritual attacks because they can use that you know, demons can use that to turn you against people, to give you bitter thoughts, to really just give you a heaviness about you. Yeah. The Bible teaches that Satan doesn't care what you believe as long as it's not the truth, because it says that he's a liar and he's the prince of all lies and he's the prince and power of the air. So if you give him any sort of edge on your life Mm -hmm. to give, you know, to put you in some sort of bondage, he'll use it and do it every time. Um, I know several people that are really good people or, you know, 
and my <laughs> lenses are good people. You know, God's lenses are probably buck wild and crazy and simple, but you know, they're pretty good people that hold a lot of bitterness and they hold grudges and they can't get over things. And that is a spiritual stronghold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It consumes their thoughts so much and so much of their day is consumed by just like hatred, discontent, you name it. And it's because, yep. you know, the enemy will constantly remind you of these things if you hold on to them. Yep. Absolutely. And maybe the relationship that you are holding a lot of bitterness towards and unforgiveness towards is the exact relationship that's going to bring you closer to God. And the enemy's trying to keep you from that by keeping you bitter, keeping you from unforgiving them. And God's just trying to <laughs> let you let go of that so that that relationship can be fruitful. So, I mean, there's lots of things that we could go into. Who the so sun sets free is free indeed. Yep, absolutely. That's a little just tidbit there that yeah. I wanted to read. So, uh, verse four. Get it. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. Yeah, so he's just saying it doesn't matter how many times. Um, there's another example of this in Matthew chapter 18, verse 21, when Simon uh-huh. Peter asks him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Till seven times? <laughs> and Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until 77 times. <laughs> so, you know, it's just a, a reassurance that it's endless. Reiteration. It's a reiteration, not reassurance. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reiteration. It's, yeah, you keep forgiving. The same way God keeps forgiving, you keep forgiving. And what do you say? Yeah, your study Bible said, what, like seven was the number of completion? And- yes. It's representative of the number of completion in the Bible. So seven means complete, finished. Yeah, a complete forgiveness means an an. Un- ending forgiveness yes. yes and so the seven represents you're going to complete them you're going to forgive them till it's complete you're going to forgive them unending amounts of time the 77 was yeah. representative of unending, forgiveness unending. <laughs> infinitum yes so. yes anyway i thought that was interesting that those two kind of go hand in hand seven times in a day <laughs> repent you forgive him yeah seven times 77 times <laughs> yeah so he's just telling peter again dude it's like you just keep doing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if you put this in literal terms, like it's it's a skill. It's not a skill. It's something that we should strive for to be so forgiving that even if someone sinned against you seven times in one day, which if you think about it, it's a lot in yeah. one day. And seven times he repented. Seven times we have to forgive them. And, we, you know, we use the saying like, fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me but it's saying fool me seven times and you still repent i still yeah. have to forgive fool you me 77 yeah. times and yeah yeah <laughs> you repent i will forgive yeah. you it's a hard concept to actually put into action but it's very very plain in the bible that forgiveness is key without forgiveness we would be damned to hell without you know we would have no hope of any future of any eternal life with God without his forgiveness. Yeah. But notice you have to ask for it. Uh-huh. 100%. Forgiveness just it it isn't just given to anyone. You have to ask for it. Like God's not going to forgive you if you don't ask for it and truly repent. Mm-hmm. True repentance. It's not it's not going to happen. Yeah. And the same way here like if you know you've got to have that discernment about you to where if so, like say you're lending someone money or something like that. 
and they just keep taking and <laughs> taking and taking and taking and then lying to you about, oh, yeah, I'm going to pay you back or whatever and keep doing that and doing that and doing that. Like at a certain point, like they're sorry I'll catch you next time. You're not sorry. Yeah. You know, or you would quit doing it. So a repentance, a true repentance is like you change the way you think. You change your mind and your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you were going this way. Now you're going that way yep. type of thing. That's what repentance means. Yep. And so when someone demonstrates that, you have to forgive them. Yeah. So you have to have that discernment about you to know if someone's truly sorry or not. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of this concept can, as well as 99% of concepts in the Bible, go back to the gospel. I mean, like, it's a pure example of this in Jesus. We have to ask for repentance. And if it's a true repentance, then God will forgive us. I mean, just like just like that. So. Yeah. Uh, here a while back, I decided to stop drinking any alcohol. I mean, we weren't, I've never been a person that no. likes to just turn up all the time and get drunk. No. That's, you know, I could probably count on two hands how many times I've legitimately been drunk in my life. It's usually just like restaurants. Like, ooh, like I'll have a Yeah, which I mean, it's still, or... <laughs> you know, drunkenness is a sin. So, yeah. but I've recently, I don't know, probably last, what, six, seven, eight months, something like that, decided like I've had not had any alcohol, mm-hmm. not even just like a sip of wine, nothing. And um, I thought to myself, it's just something really easy I can control. Yeah. And but what got me to that place was just realizing like, hmm. Why did I get drunk when I did? Like that was so stupid. Yeah. You know, and it kind of hit me like how sinful it was and how easy it would be for me to control that kind of sin in my life. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, my mind kind of changed about it because I always just thought like, oh yeah, I can have a drink or whatever. I'm not getting drunk. Yeah, if you you do get a little drunk, you know, it's no big deal, you know, just whatever. But, you know, the more I read this Bible, the more it kind of reads me. And I just kind of got to a place where I was like, yeah, I just can't. It's convicting. Yeah, I can't call out alcoholism in a spirit of drunkenness if I drink myself. Right. Absolutely. To me, that was just a change of mind, a change of heart. And I mean, forgiveness is kind of the same concept. It's uh, something that can easily be controlled like we can easily cut that sin unforgiveness out of our life yeah well that's what i'm saying like it was really you know they're the same like that's the reason why i did it i understood and i repented for the past you know drinking Mm -hmm. decide you know i can really i can control that really easy and you know it changed i changed my mind about it yeah and so now i'm living that out so anyway just kind of an example yeah absolutely you want to do our song of the week uh sure what is it Why'd you leave me like that? (laughs) It is Forgiven by Crowder, by David Crowder. You want me to read some lyrics? Yeah, you read it. Okay. The first verse goes, I'm the one who held the nail. It was cold between my fingertips. I've hidden in the garden, and I've denied you with my very lips. Mm. God, I fall down to my knees with a hammer in my hand. You look at me, arms open. Forgiven, forgiven. Oh, that's the forgive. Yeah. That one? Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Child, there is freedom from all of it. Say goodbye to every sin. You are forgiven. Say goodbye to yep. every sin. He doesn't say, say goodbye forgiven. to every sin and then I remember it in the back of my head. No, he <laughs> <Yeah>. forgives us. <laughs> it's yeah, but you got to ask for it. Absolutely. Yep. He said, I fall down it. to my knees with a hammer in my hand. <laughs> yeah, there's it's a, you know, then. then repentance. It's a level of submission to it. And, then, you know, not only is this for the person forgiving but this passage is also for the person asking for forgiveness yeah when you sin like quit we need to kind of dial it back here and 
and also read this from the context of the person that's receiving forgiveness Mm -hmm. that's sinned against his brethren. So, you know, don't read this passage and just apply it to one side or the other. Apply it to both sides. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm the one who's going to forgive people. Yeah, I'm going to forgive people. You know, you could be the one asking for forgiveness too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Um, yeah, we're at we're at sixteen minutes. Wow, this out is of pretty, time. Yeah. What what number was this on our fifteen for fifteen? I think it's eight. Eight. Yeah, eight. Oh man, we really suck. What? <laughs> it's been like three months. We've only got eight of them. All right. Um, you want me to close in prayer? Yes. All right. Father God, we come to you tonight in just a humble way of teaching us and showing us what true forgiveness looks like, and we honestly are just so thankful that your word is true and we're thankful that you've made forgiveness so simple and um i pray that these words are ringing through all the listeners and ringing in our hearts and our minds for us to shut them up in our bones and hold true to them to forgive so we can be forgiven Mm. lord i pray that you just bless everyone listening online or on whatever format they're listening on whatever platform and um just be with us every day and help us stay in your word and just thank you for all that you're you've done and all that you're going to do and in Jesus' mighty name we pray Amen. amen have a good night everybody stay in the word